from minister, mother, wife, now acting. Yes, this is something you wanted to do? Well, it's something that I guess I didn't not want to do. It just wasn't in my, it wasn't even in my thought process or my line of thinking is something that the Lord would allow me to do. So it's just been a gift and a privilege to be able to do something so random and adventure filled, you know? Some things I was curious about, especially being a novice, you can pull the tears. <laughs> it seemed like that. I mean, and, and, and real. It's time for you to fight a little bit. It's time for you to fight for your marriage. It's time for you to fight the real enemy. How'd you do it? <laughs> well, I did have to work on it a lot. I will tell you how I started practicing when they told me that, that I was doing the role and that I would need to pull a lot of emotion. If my husband and I were driving somewhere, for example, so I had some time to kill and I'm in the passenger seat, I, my goal would be to sit over there and to work on crying. So at any point, at any given moment, my husband would look over and go, what is wrong? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just practicing. Oh, very good. So I just worked on it as much as I could. I have a brand new appreciation for actors mm. that they win awards for this. And I mean, it is a craft. It is a lot of work. This is a, a real powerful story. I did interview the Kendrick brothers and I said to them, when you say to someone, I'm going to do a film about prayer, I don't see people lining up at the box office. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. One of the many things I appreciate about the Kendrick brothers, beyond their integrity, their character, their desire to really see people edified and um, God's name glorified, beyond that, what I appreciate about them is their ability to take these high level, um, in the clouds concepts like prayer and to pull them down into grassroots, practical, real life circumstances so that the regular blue collar Joe Blow, regular housewife, you know, kids everywhere, diapers, she can walk into the theater and go, oh, that's me and still get the message of this bigger picture principle. They're able to do that artfully, and that's what I appreciate about them. One of the things that I, I think the film tells is a war is being fought in many people's homes, but it's being fought the wrong way. Mm. How true do you think that translates into what's going on in our world? All the things that we're seeing unfold. We are at war, but many of us fighting the wrong, the wrong battle. Absolutely. For every visible, physical event that we see happen in our lives, whether positive or negative, there is a spiritual counterpart that we cannot see. And uh, when we see circumstances in our lives pop up that we want to deal with, we want to find a symptom or a, a solution to that we want to move, move out of the path of our life, we tend to use physical solutions because those are the ones we know how to handle and utilize most effectively. But if we're always targeting what we can see and never get around to the undercurrent of what we can't see, then we'll never have any lasting change because that undercurrent will still always be effective. And so what this movie does is it opens our eyes to the fact that for everything that is happening in our culture, in our nation, in our own homes and in our communities, in our churches, that divisiveness, the agendas that are going against the, um, the, the solidified principles, age old principles, venerated principles of the word of God, that for all of that, there is a very real enemy who is a sinister, cunning, scheming enemy who is trying to make sure that we do anything and everything except target him. And so War Room basically says, shift your attention away from all you can see and do not forget that just because the enemy is invisible, that does not mean he is fictional. He is very real. Prayer hits him where it hurts. What do you say to people about the power of prayer? How powerful is it? 
you know, Paul mapped out for us in Ephesians chapter six, the spiritual armor. He's like, if, if you have this on, you will be victorious. You know, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit and on and on. And most of the time we stop at those six pieces of armor. But right at the tail end of that, he says over two verses, more, more biblical real estate than the other pieces of armor. He says, pray, pray at all times in the spirit on every occasion for all the believers. He goes on and on and on about prayer as if to say, this is the seventh weapon. And this seventh weapon is the one really that infuses the other six with the power that they need to actually be effective in battle. So more than anything, I think that the Lord is trying to remind his people that if you'll just pray, I will hear, I will heal the land. Prayer is the key he has given us to unlock all the power of heaven so that he can, he's just waiting to release it, but somebody's got to use the key. And so if we'll use that key, he will unleash all of his power and his glory and his presence will be known and felt not only in our homes, but in our world.